It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Good morning, Headspacers. Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. It is uh, Saturday here. It is about, oh man, my beard is uh, doing some funky stuff. It is uh, 11 o'clock. We broadcast on Saturdays at 11 o'clock Eastern time. So I just want to give a shout out to all of you who are tuning in. Make sure you like, share, all that fun stuff uh, with your family and friends. And uh, let us know. Hit us in the chat. Let us know where you're at. Let, Let us know that you're on. We're excited about having you here. It is me alone. So this is always dangerous when they put me on the show alone. Got to give a love, some love to uh, Elevation Global Media. Uh, thank you so much for just uh, all your support. And uh, if you are interested in just taking your communication platform, network, whatever, to the next level, make sure you check out Elevation Global Media. Uh, they are just awesome people and um, definitely are about making dreams become reality. Uh, my mama is in the house. Hey, mama, good to see you. Glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Um, <clears throat> then I also want to give a shout out to our podcast listeners. Man, podcast listeners from all over the country. I get DMs all the time saying, hey, uh, we are so excited about what you guys are doing with Headspace with Dr. Mike, and we only want to go higher and higher. So, Man, I tell you what, we got a lot going on these days. One of the first things out the gate is, everybody, we are coming down the pike for elections. Elections. Super Tuesday is coming down the mountain. We are at the end of October. First, before I even go there, can we talk about the fact that October is just about over? Like, October is over. Like, Halloween is on Monday. Halloween is on Monday. That means that we hit November 1st on Tuesday, which means now we got Thanksgiving and Christmas. I am pumped about that because that means that I am a step closer to being able to justify listening to Christmas music. (laughs) Man, I'm always ready to listen to Christmas music and I don't need much of an excuse to do it. Actually, to be honest with you, I can listen to Christmas music all year long, but it just does, it does seem a little out of place when I'm listening to it in August. So November, I can justify it a little bit better. And I believe November 1st, once we hit that, it is uh, mocha, um, uh, peppermint mocha season because you pumpkin spice lovers, um, I don't like pumpkin in anything. And I'm just, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't, I don't like pumpkin in anything. So um you guys get out the way. <laughs> it's time for peppermint mocha season. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Yeah. But getting back to this, um, Super Tuesday is coming up. It is a week from Tuesday. And that means that everybody, everybody, everybody say everybody, everybody, everybody who is 18 and older and is legally allowed to vote, which is a subjective word these days in some places, but um, if you can vote, go vote. Uh, it's just always amazing to me when we have a whole bunch of people who complain and fuss about stuff, but then they aren't willing to vote. And I get it. There's some people who say, you know what, my vote doesn't count. And I can understand how you would feel that way sometimes. Like, seriously, I, I can totally get that you feel that way sometimes. Um, but at the same token, 
uh, I do have enough faith faith in the the system to say that you know what it, it, it still works. It may not go the way I want it to go, but it still works. And so, um, and I mean, I think we we've, we've seen that. I mean, even with the people that said that the elections were rigged and that sort of thing, um, when the the experts came in to kind of study it and determined that it wasn't, uh, a lot of people, there were there were differences that were made. You know, there were differences that were made. Um, and so I just, I just think that it's important that you go out and vote. Um, I actually went and voted the first day of early voting here in Maryland. I voted on Thursday. I um, saw a story when I first started working for the state and found out that uh, we got, um, found out we got leave to, we actually got extra leave putting out our leave to to serve as election judges and i ended up signing up then found out we got paid to do it which i thought was cool like nice little extra little piece of cash and i enjoyed it a lot like i really actually enjoyed uh working the elections and and just getting to see the behind the scenes from the standpoint of the the election polls and um so i did that so every election since then i actually have been a part of it this is the first election season that i'm actually not a part of it because um i have some other things i have to do on election day and then um once you know the, the rule here in the county that i live in is it, you have to be able to be an election judge on election day and then you're considered for early voting um but because i've done several early votings um been chief judge for many of them um they actually called me up but it was just too late i just couldn't throw things out of my calendar and stuff and so this is the first time i actually am not working the polls and while i love the experience i'm not mad about it because it's a full day event like you had to show up at the poll at 5 30 in the morning and then the polls close at 8 8 8 p.m but you can't leave until things are shut down and if you're a chief judge like i have been you have paperwork that you have to get filled out. And so you were leaving like 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. And then on election day, it's even crazier because um, there are things that you didn't necessarily have to do um, for early voting. Early voting, you kind of keep the place set up every day uh, because it's basically it's like election day eight days long, right? So all you're doing is just is just shutting things down, but you're not closing the polls. And so um, what was nice about early voting was I would do the first four days and then I was done with my um, my commitment. So they the other four days, the people that came in for that group, they actually had to close things down. So it was a little different for them. We had to set things up, but they had to close things down. Uh, but on election day, you actually have to set things up and close it down. So it, that's even longer night. But, I, but it was refreshing because you felt like you were part of it. And then you can go home and kind of watch the results. So this year, um, I'm going to actually be... Um, uh, doing a, a, a gig, which I'm going to be away from places. And so um, it is nice to actually just be able to sit and watch the results. <laughs> watch the results. I am a political nerd when it comes to things like that. I do like to watch the results and see. I mean, we got a lot of cases on, on the line here. Um, we got a lot of things on the line here. And, um, you know, go out and I just think you guys, you just got to voice your vote. So make sure you are taking advantage of that. Here's the other piece about voting, too that for a long part of the history of America, uh, not everybody could vote. You know, that's just a reality. Um, not just people of color like myself, but women, um, regardless of their color, weren't allowed to vote. And I just think that that's important to you know note that, you know, if you wanna see a change happen, 
<clears throat> you got to voice your, your voice your concerns. <clears throat> and it's not just about personalities. I mean, uh, there are different uh, measures that are on the board. I know for uh, the county that I live in, uh, one of the things on the on the was to lower the minimum age for a person being able to run for county council. And you know, I think that there is something to that. I think that um, you know, that is something to be considered. Like, is there a certain is there a reason why you have to be a certain age to run for certain offices? Um, then another thing we have on ours is um, about, well, of course, in Maryland, we are dealing with uh, whether or not marijuana should be um, legalized. Um, and so that's going to be a fascinating little topic um, because that opens up a whole lot of other worms. Now, here's the thing about some of that. Uh, for those of you, when you're voting for those things, know that just because you vote for it on election day doesn't mean that it's just going to happen overnight. Like once things are tallied up and then the results come in, like for us with the marijuana thing, um, they may say yes, you know, it's overwhelmingly yes, or it, the numbers are saying yes, but that won't go in effect till July 1st um, of next year. So actually, I don't even know if it's July 1st, it may even be October 1st. Um, yeah, I got to check on that. But either way, it's not going to happen like um, November 15th. <laughs> like, so I don't want you thinking that you're going to be able to go in, you know, for Thanksgiving and you're going to be able to pick up some turkey and some macaroni and cheese and some bud. Like you just not you may not be able to do that for legal, like for legal purposes. So um, just just <laughs> keep that in mind <laughs> when you're voting for these things uh, that they don't just happen overnight. <laughs> You know, once it's once the referendum goes into effect, then they have to put measures in place. Like there are things that have to go into place. Like for instance, I'm going back to the marijuana thing because it's a big topic. Um, then they got to like figure out, all right, so how are we going to regulate this? What are the rules of engagement with this? Like, you know, are you allowed to like what what needs to be the the um you know are you allowed to like do this on the street? Are you allowed? Are there certain locations where you can and can't do it? Like. Where can you buy these things at? Um, you know, uh, dispensaries are are there regulations on the close the proximity of the dispensary to a school, for instance? Like those are things that have to go into it, and I think that those are things that is important for us as citizens uh, to just know about, like know how things are made. I think back to um, I think back to uh, Schoolhouse Rocks and there's a one talking about this is a bill and this is how a bill becomes a law. And it kind of is a little cute little song that you sing and you know, all this other stuff. But it really explained the fact that, you know, there is a process. Uh, by the way, you all know my definition of process, series of events that must take place in order for one big event to happen. Series of events that must take place in order for one big event to happen. So like anything else, uh, getting laws made and, and getting them in. important let's see what else is happening in the world so um twitter <clears throat> twitter has a new owner elon musk Very fascinating. Elon Musk is a character, isn't he? He is. He is definitely a character um, in himself. Um, very fascinating dude in the sense that, uh, you know, a little quirky and very opinionated about things. 
um, some would argue that he is um, he has a little too much money <laughs> uh, to deal with. I don't know. I I don't know. So I am not a huge Twitter person anyway. Like I have a Twitter account. From time to time, I play around with my Twitter account. I think um, you know it kind of like got really weary on me. Um, regardless of how I feel about the former president, just that whole that whole process just got it it wore me out, to be honest with you. And so Twitter just really didn't really do much for me. And so my social media really doesn't consist of Twitter. So I'm not totally um I, I'm not really phased by it. Um, just because Twitter is not um something that I use a lot, but I do know that a lot of people base a lot of things on their Twitter. Uh, what I will say, though, is that some discouraging things are coming out. We all know that there are actors who just do stuff just for SNGs. Um, you can look that up if you want, um, what SNGs stand for, but they just do things for principle. And uh, lately, there have been, um, the, they were saying that the use of the N-word has increased like over a thousand percent, which I wasn't good at math, so I don't even know how things go beyond a hundred percent. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how things go beyond a hundred percent. So a thousand percent, that's a lot. And um, I think, I think that there are some people who probably will take advantage of it because they can. You know, you have what are called keyboard keyboard pirates. I think they're called where they go and just type stuff, and there's no ramifications for what happens for them. Um, so there are those people, but then there are other people who are just doing it just to provoke. Um, and I, I think that's very dangerous. Um, but at the same time, you know, you got to recognize what that is. And um, so anyway, we we shall see what will happen with Twitter. Um, I did think it was funny that he said uh, when he put his title on his Twitter account, he said Chief Twit. I just thought that was it was just that was just funny to me. So anyway, let's go ahead and take a quick break. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit him up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So, uh, man, I have been, I tell you what, when I, I always talk about my 40s and how I have really been growing up um, and into this decade of my life. And uh, it has been definitely been an experience, uh, just understanding what my body is doing these days, but then also just understanding who I am as a, uh, as a person, as a father, as a husband, as a professional, um, as a man. Um, kind of figuring out what it is that I believe God has called me for the rest of my life and that sort of thing. And one of the areas that I really, really, really have to work on um, and have to be intentional about is not necessarily going with my knee jerk, knee jerk reaction. I'm not sure where you are with the, 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 the Zodiac signs. Um, but I do think something about, I don't go and look up my horoscope and that sort of thing. But I do kind of think there is something for your birth signs. Like I'm an Aries and, um, you know, Aries are known to be a little hot headed and uh, to be um, <laughs> to be kind of 
um, you know, we we kind of come in hot, but then we do simmer out a little bit. Um, and there's other pieces about us too. We tend to be a little petty too, but that's another conversation for another day. And one of the things that I do, because areas of fire signs, and so fire signs tend to come in hot and, and that sort of thing. One of the things that um, I've been challenged to do by a colleague of mine is to just simmer. And uh, she'll remind me, you know what, Mike, just simmer. And so that's what I'm going to say today for my um, heads up, just simmer. Um, there are times where we have to move uh, in the moment, right? There, there are times where that happens. There's something that's going on. You kind of have to make a, 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 just go with your instincts and kind of make a move. But there are other times where, you know what? If I make a move right now, it really could have a lot of implications for later on down the road. And so one of the things that I want to think about, hey, Beatrice, good to see you. Good to see you, Aunt Beatrice. Uh, thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, one of the things that I've realized that I need to do, and, and this is biblical, y'all, you know, because the, the Bible really talks a lot about, you know, making sure you're, you're paying attention to the words that are coming out of your mouths and understanding that the power of the tongue is life or death is in the power of the tongue. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Um, understanding that um, we don't necessarily have to respond right away to everything that comes on board. And one of the things that I want to challenge you all is, is to take some time to just simmer. Um, some of my favorite dishes, uh, my, my wife makes an awesome, um, makes an awesome chicken noodle soup. And one of the things that I appreciate about her chicken noodle soup is that it's a half day event. It's not something that she just whips up in 20 minutes and says, here, here's your soup. But when she makes it, you know, from, from the ground up, it's an all day event. And, and that, that reason is because it's simmering, right? Um, the, the flavors from the chicken and the chicken broth and the bones of the chicken, and then they're marinating with the onions and the, and the, the carrots and the celery and, and, and even just the, the seasonings that are placed inside uh, of, the, of the, the pan, right? The pot, they simmer. And what, what's happening there is that everything is kind of taking everything in and it's making a response. Watch what I say here. It's making a response based on that chemistry, based on all the elements coming together. And so there are times where when we're making action right in the moment, there's information we may not have. There are, um, there are points of view that haven't been considered yet, right? There are facts that haven't been discovered yet, right? You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times we're making these moves based off of our gut and I'm knee jerk, but at the same time, are they always educated and informed the way they need to be? And so what we want to do is we want to make sure we're just simmering. And, and there are times where what we have to do is we have to take everything into consideration. And then sometimes what we have to do is we have to keep our attitudes in check. Because I know for me, I come in hot. I'm going to go ahead. You know, look, I, I, I went through school, debate, did the whole debate, the speech thing. Um, using words is a thing that I do for a career. And if I really wanted to hurt you, I could really hurt you with my words. And the thing about it is you can't always take those things back, right? The damage is done. Once it's out there, it is out there. When I teach communication, one of the things I talk about is the fact that um, communication is one of those things that once you throw it out there, 
you can't pull it back. Yeah, you can do some things to try to fix things. You can try to put a Band-Aid on some things. You may have to do a little bit of surgery to get things fixed. But at the end of the day, it will never be the same because you threw that out there. So one of the challenges I'm going to give to you all is to make sure that you're just simmering sometimes. There are some times where you just need to simmer. You need to kind of let everything kind of come together. You need all the information to come together. Sometimes what will happen is people will, you give people a, 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 a rope they can hang themselves, right? You give them enough yard to kind of hurt themselves. And what ends up happening is they'll end up sometimes, and you don't even have to do anything. It's just a matter of time, right? It's a matter of time. So one of the things I want to encourage you all is to just simmer. Depending on what is going on, just simmer. I'm simmering. And, you know, I'll even say this. I'm, I'm simmering. So that's what I'll say is um, I'll say, let me sleep on it. You know, let me go ahead and um, and give it some thought. Um, let me sleep on it. You know, because I, I have found with myself that when I am dealing with something, um, sometimes it's a matter of me going to sleep and kind of resting and seeing where it sits once I wake up again. I think some of that is just the Lord kind of dealing with me um kind of letting me um meditate on it you know i meditate on it day and night right it's the whole idea of the holy spirit kind of just coming in and kind of just is, is marinating some things inside of me and you know because let's keep it real sometimes things come at us our pride is really affected right our pride is impacted um there's some things that are happening and it's like you know what i feel embarrassed and so our defense mechanism gets in place and it tells us to do what we have to do to save us from embarrassment or to protect us from embarrassment or protect us from getting hurt, right? We, we do that. We have these coping mechanisms. We have these defense mechanisms that come into play, but it's not always the best thing for the moment. One of the things we have to think about is relationship and the relationships that we are in. And do we want to necessarily damage these relationships because of a moment, a moment in time? Got to look at the big picture. So one of the things I want to encourage you all to do is make sure you are just simmering. And that's my heads up. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. So, I'm, I'm, for whatever reason, all of my chats are not coming through. So I'm looking at Kevin. Good to see you, brother. My Kevin is in Denver. Good to see you, brother. And uh, he was giving some comment about salted caramel mochas are really good. I'm not a huge mo uh, caramel fan. I don't know what that's about. Um, I'm just not a caramel fan. And all it is, is isn't it like sugar? Like just sugar and it's been um, heated or something. But he does love peppermint mochas too. That's why we get along, my friend. That's why we get along. Um, <laughs> that's why we get along. Um, so... Y'all, have y'all been paying attention to, you know, we're talking about these elections and stuff. Have y'all been paying attention to um, what happened to Paul Pelosi? Um, that's a little discouraging. Um, it's a little discouraging now. I, I um, Paul Pelosi is the the spouse of our speaker, um, speaker Nancy Pelosi. And again, this goes back to regardless of where you feel, uh, about your politics, and, and that's where you're at, and you're you're allowed to be that. You're entitled to be there. 
um, no one deserves to have someone break into their house in the middle of the night and beat them with a hammer. So, so I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. Anybody who doesn't um, who doesn't talk about how that's a bad thing, that's a problem with me. Um, you know, our governor here, he's a Republican and he has not agreed with Nancy Pelosi on things, but he was one of the first ones to tweet about how that's unacceptable. And it is. Um, and and now some of the words coming out is that the, the attacker was looking for Nancy. We already noted that she is considered an enemy of a lot of extremists uh, from even just the video that we saw from January 6th. Um, but I don't care who it is. I mean, Mitch McConnell, if somebody broke into the house and attacked his wife or um, McCarthy, um, McCartney, is it McCartney or McCarthy? Um, the the minority set to be potentially the, the next speaker of the house for the Republican side of it. If, if anything like that happened for them, he lives in California too. And that would be that would be a problem. Like I would just have a problem with that. Nobody deserves that. And I do, I do think that, um I don't know, has civility just gone out the door? What's What's really going on? What's really going on here, y'all? Um, well, I mean, you know what? The, the the spiritual side of me knows what's going on. It's called sin. And I think that a lot of times, um, you know, I, I'm unapologetically, I am unapologetically a Christian and I'm going to speak what I'm going to speak, right? And I get it where you may, may be in your religious journey and, and that's where you're at. We can have great conversations about that. I'm going to have great respect for you. But what I will tell you is that I am always cautious about any type of religious frame of mind that doesn't acknowledge sin. I just, I just, you can't, you, if you can't acknowledge sin, that's a problem. And so sin, uh, you know, as men and women, we are born into the world, dirty individuals. Like there is nothing redeeming about us. Um, there is, there is nothing redeeming about us. We are depraved. And um, as a result of that, this is how it shows up. This is how it shows up. Um, it shows up as very selfish, self-centered. Um, it shows up as one-sided, right? It shows up as living in the moment and uh, doing what feels right for me at the time. And you have to be mindful of that. And that's why we're having the issues that we're having, y'all. That's why we're having the issues that we're having. And to be honest with you, it's only going to get worse because I think that we as, I mean, anytime human beings just don't have any respect for each other's lives that's a problem and that's sin and until we start acknowledging that uh, and start encouraging people to develop a life where they are seeking guidance from the holy spirit and really letting the holy spirit guide and control and move them we're going to keep having news stories like this and it's so sad to watch um you know the situation in ukraine and russia i mean same idea it's sin like you have this selfish self-centered leader who doesn't want to lose power and for whatever reason his pride may be impacted i believe you know and i'm not a huge historian but i believe that you know when you look at the history of vladimir putin one of the things you know about him was that he was former kgb and i think that he thinks back to what life was like for him back when um you know it was the soviet ussr and uh, there's a faction of them that believe that, you know what, we're having rough times financially and 
politically and stuff like that. We need to go back to that for control. And that's what it's about is control. And um, so just that whole situation, um, I just I'm praying for our nation. I just think that that's just silly. I, I, I get so upset when we can't have just conversations and you can have heated debates. Look, I go to my parents' house and, uh, you know, we'll have debates about things. Sometimes I just like the the debate, just the ruffle feather. <laughs> Some of y'all hang out with me. Y'all know I just like the ruffle feathers sometimes. <laughs> I may not fully, I may not fully agree with the side that I'm taking, but I'm just playing. I don't call it calling the devil's advocate because my pastor says the devil doesn't need an advocate. And that is true. He doesn't. He can do bad all by himself. Um, so, but the idea is like, sometimes I do like to just think outside the box, which is one of the reasons why we created Headspace because I like the idea of having discourse and let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what may be going on. So anyway, just praying for our nation. Um, let's see what else is happening. Scrabble variants. So now they're saying that, uh, these different variants of the COVID that's coming through is uh, call them Scrabble variants. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Scrabble variants. Um, the majority of new COVID-19 infections in the U.S. are coming from Scrabble variants. I don't know if that's just like just they're just making up their own depending on what they latch on to. They make up their own rules. I don't know. What I do know is that I got my second booster last Sunday. And I messed around and got my booster and my flu shot. And it took me a couple of days to get my life together. It wasn't, it wasn't as horrible. Like I could do some functional things. Like I actually could do a little bit of work. And I went to class on Tuesday night, but um, I definitely had to rest a little bit. So um, one thing that was fascinating to me though was uh, when um, I was sitting down for my um, my booster. I had gotten the Moderna and um, I got the Moderna for my first two shots. And then my booster was a Moderna as well. And so the the pharmacist that was doing the shots, he asked, he said, um, how, what was your response to Moderna? I said, oh, my gosh, I was I was under the bed for all of them. I was I was I was under the bed. And he said, well, do you want that again? And the way he looked at me like, like, why would you put yourself through that again? And I said, well, do I have an option? I have to send them. I said, well, I want the best protection. So whatever is going to give me the best protection, give it to me. He said, well, actually, I'm going to give you the Pfizer um, because what the scientists are saying is that um, it's, it's not, it may not hurt anything. It actually may work better if you go um, the other route. So since I've been getting Moderna, go ahead and get the Pfizer antibodies or whatever it is that goes into you. And um, that sort of thing. I mean, look, I'm, I'm convinced we, we, we just might be glowing in the dark soon, like those fish that are like 30,000 um, feet under the, the water. We we may very well be glowing in the dark too. Um, but at the same time, I do have faith in the scientists and the doctors. And um, so that that's where I'm at. And, um, you know, knock on wood, it's worked so far uh, because we had COVID all in the house um, about a year and a half ago. And uh, praise be to God, um, it, it, it skipped over me. So um, look, Keep me, keep me covered. <laughs> Just say it. So, uh, yeah, when well, he said that. And so I'm wondering if maybe my response wasn't as bad as the last times or if just it just is what it is. And then I don't know if it was all the flu shot, all the the um, the the COVID booster. I don't know. But what I do know is I'm boosted and I'm, I'm ready to attack the flu season. How's that? 
and you know, some people say, well, I don't get the food. I get, look, I got you. Like, if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. Um, just know, just getting those things do not mean that you're not going to get the illness, right? It does not, does not say that. No one did just said it. I think some people get a little confused by that. It does not mean that you're not going to get sick. But what it does do is it helps alleviate what the sickness could look like, right? And I'm a firm believer that, um, you know, I've just, I think those things kind of kicked in and helped out um, when they needed to. And um, so just understand that, that you're not, no one's saying you're not going to get, I don't know people say, oh, I got the flu when I took the flu shot. I get it. Like there's a, there's other variables that could go into it. Like you, you, the, the, depending on when you got your flu shot, the, the strain that you got the flu shot to protect against may not be the strain that you were infected with. Um, or imagine what, like, you know, one, I said, this one bird, I said, well, can you imagine what it would, if you felt like that with the flu shot, can you imagine what it would have felt like without it? Um, the flu is no joke. That's why when they were talking about COVID at the very beginning, they were like a big flu. I said, well, I don't want the flu. <laughs> I don't want the flu. The flu ain't no joke. People die from the flu. Um, and so I was like, um, yeah, can you imagine what life would have been like had you not had the shot? So that's kind of my view on it. Um, but you know, you have to do what you have to do with your body, um, and take care of yourselves. But I'm trying to take care of myself and got that. So I am very grateful for that. Um, yeah. So anyway, I was uh, was wondering, um, how are we doing with our fantasy football teams? Any, any fantasy football players out there? Anybody got fantasy leagues? Um, I'm actually doing pretty well in my fantasy football. And I'm going to tell you all something. I think fantasy football, It the one problem I do have is there are times where I forget um, – there are times where I forget that I have to, um, you know, just check my check my people. Especially now, it gets really tricky because the, you're getting all these buys, and so the the different the different teams have the buys, and so if you're not paying attention to it, one of your players may be on buy, and and then the other piece of it is you can't wait till Sunday because the the games start on Thursday. And, you know, because we had the Ravens play um, play Tampa Bay Buccaneers on uh, Thursday night. And so you got to keep that in mind, too. Um, and then the other piece of it is you also have sometimes they're playing in England, like some two teams are playing in England. And so that means you wake up on Sunday and already, you know, you're already in a deficit because you didn't play some people or you played some people that ended up being out. And they're playing in England, and you know the the the, the day has started, right? So you just gotta be careful with that. So this time of year, be careful with your fantasy league. I'm actually doing pretty good. I think I'm I'm, I'm having a winning season in all of them. Um, there is one I'm four and three in one of them, um, but then the other one I'm actually like five and one, four, five, six, seven. Well, that can't be it. I gotta be a little more than five and one because. There's more. Um, okay, there's one where I'm five and two. All right, and then there's another one where I'm four and three. So I'm having winning seasons so far. The one that I'm four and three in, I need to get that together because there's some money on the line for that one. <laughs> That's with my fellow uh, biggest loser, um, biggest loser peeps. Um, we are, um, you know, in we've been, been biggest loser. Not not just my cast, but cast from other other seasons. We've been doing a fantasy league ever since I've ever since I've been involved in Biggest Losers. So we've uh, 
10 years now. So we do it and we do a little, um, you know, we put a pot of $50 in and I actually won last year. Um, I actually won $100 from it. So, um, you know, I got to get it together. Got to get it together. Can we talk about, can we talk about um, my Ravens versus Tampa Bay? Man, I tell you what, um, look, I, I always have faith in the Ravens. Ha, ha. It was, that was a fun game. That was a fun game because uh, my best friend from college, Josh Sherwood, if you follow me on Facebook, you know that I talked about him. You know, my, my that's my dude, man. Um, Josh is from Pensacola originally. And uh, somehow or another, I never forget how we actually met, met. We lived in the same dorm. Uh, well, the dorms that I lived in were called The Hill and they were a collection of like four buildings. And so he lived in one of the buildings, I lived in another. But somehow or another, we got connected one day and, and found out that we had the same birthday, same exact birthday. I think he's, I think he's younger than me. I think, or he's older than me because I think he was born in the morning, I was born in the afternoon. But we always joked about how we were twins. <laughs> and um, and uh, anyway, um, our se- junior and senior year, we we ended up being roommates. And uh, just one of my best, he was one of the the groomsmen in my wedding. And, and that sort of thing. Anyway, he's a Tampa Bay Bay fan. And uh, <laughs> it was nice just talking trash to him. Um, but um, that whole situation was interesting. Um, I'm not going to read too much into it, although I can suspect that Tom Brady probably has been distracted a little bit. I just can't imagine going through a major life crisis like that and then also trying to prove that um, you still belong on that field. Um, me personally... I think that um, Kenny Rogers' words, no one to fold him, no one to hold him, no one to walk away, and no one to run. But at the same token, I can't, you know, Tom Brady, that's what he does. That's 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 his thing. He's a football player. And so I almost wonder if the reason why he's made himself stay in is to keep him occupied. Like, nothing else is going right in his world, but, you know, football does. And so with that, I actually... I actually feel for him. Um, I, you know, I, I wasn't, I was never really a Tom Brady fan uh, because he played for the Patriots and they were big rivals of the, um, of the Ravens. And to be honest with you, you know, you, you always just used to get sick of hearing them, <laughs> but you had to respect it. Like you really did have to respect it. Um, there was some little cheating ish stuff that appeared to be going on with his time there. Um, but yes, um, I, I have to say, Kevin said, I don't do fantasy football, but my Broncos aren't doing good. I'm hoping that we don't go two or six at all. I know, you know, Kevin, we're going to talk about that in a few moments. This was a good game. And yes, I was pulling for the Ravens. Thank you, brother. Um, yeah, I, we're playing you guys soon, actually. Um, and I feel like we're playing you guys in a couple weeks. Um, but anyway, he, he he's rooting for Denver. Um, but I just, I, I, I feel for him. I actually do feel sorry for him. One, because I just feel sorry that his marriage is, you know, I believe that I believe in the power of marriage. I believe in marriage being awesome. Um, but I also believe that marriage is work. Um, it, um, it is work. It is work. Like it's work and it's not all cookies and cream every day. I mean, we, we see that. And so I, you know, anytime I hear someone's marriage falling apart, especially when you're dealing with kids and all that stuff, um, you know, that that does break my heart. So I do feel for him. I'm not going to get into whether or not he was wrong. Giselle was that's not that's not our business, to be honest with you. Like one other thing I've learned about marriage is that what you're going through, not everybody's going to understand it. Right. They're not going to understand all the dynamics. 
Um, they're not going to understand everything that goes in, in into it. Um, they don't understand, you know, you're, you're bringing two depraved human beings together and telling them to, to make this thing. And so um, I just feel for him. So heart goes out to Tom Brady um, in that situation. Um, I'm not going to say thank you for the distraction, but I am grateful that we won that game. Let's take a quick break. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. Uh, so getting back to Kevin, your your Denver Broncos, man, I really want to see um I want to see Russell Wilson win. Um, and he's not. <laughs> it's not going so well for him. Um, so I don't know how that's gonna play out. Um, but I do I've always been a fan of him um from a distance. Um, not when he's playing the Ravens, of course. Although we've done relatively well playing against him uh when we played against him um with the uh when he was with seattle uh we actually did relatively well with them but um yeah i i hope i hope you denver can get pull that together i don't need y'all to pull it together though before we play (laughs) y'all uh i don't need y'all to pull it together before we play y'all because that's not that's not how we're doing this um we don't want that but um i do want to make sure um, I do I do want to get it together. And I'm trying to look here and see the schedule. Yep, we do play Denver. We play Denver on December 4th. So, um, and I think it's here. Um, yep, they're here. They're here in Baltimore. Uh, so that'll be fascinating to see. Uh, Denver Broncos, yep, one o'clock game. Um, so then uh, that's fascinating. I am fascinated by the fact that, you know, we're playing so many um, teams from other divisions. Uh, like we played the, the Giants. Um, we're playing the Saints next week. We played the Buccaneers um, last Thursday. Next Monday, we're playing the Saints. Um, we're playing the Jags. Although the Jags, they're they're are they in uh, AFC? Denver is in AFC. But then we're playing the Falcons. Um, but um, yeah, so the big games haven't happened yet, though. One of the big games with the with the um, what's it called? Um, oh, what are they? The the Bungles, Bengals. <laughs> the cats we did play them once already and we got to see them again actually yeah we see them again at the end of the season so that's gonna just be our heartbreak football all over again um and then we haven't had our Steelers games yet um so that's gonna be good we play the Jaguars over Thanksgiving break um yeah anyway um nonetheless trying to figure out how that's gonna work with you guys the offense is in shambles the D is really good you're talking about uh, Denver, um, Kevin? Yeah. Now, I tell you what, um, y'all are missing, y'all are missing homeboy um, that ended up going out, Von, Von Miller. I think that's who it is. Yeah, y'all are really missing him because he is really making a name for himself over in, at, um, in uh, Buffalo. Um, but nonetheless, who y'all rooting for? What y'all got going on? Hey, Hawaii, y'all. Did y'all hear about this? Hawaii, you know, 
the Hawaiian islands are a series of volcanoes, right? I think we all know this. And um, one of the things that, um, you know, there are some parts of Hawaii that are perpetually always like erupting, so to speak, erupting. But apparently there is a big volcano that is like kind of crying out. It's called the Mauna Loa, Earth's largest active volcano, which continues to be in a state of heightened unrest, according to an update from the United States Geological Survey. Yikes. Um, so so I want to make sure I make this clear because I don't want anybody DM me. Um, the agency posts points out that Mauna Loa is not erupting and that there are no signs of an imminent eruption at this time. So, um, but there's just unrest. I don't know how that works. Like if it's not erupting, but it's having unrest. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Somebody help me. Like there's increased, the volcano's heightened state of unrest with increased earthquake rates started amid mid-September 2022. So there's elevated size. I mean, I just so I, I feel like they're all connected, right? The earthquakes is there's a shifting happening and the shifting in the plates. And eventually, like the gases and stuff are going to come. I, don't, I didn't pay that much attention in earth science. Um, I just that was one of those classes I was just taking to get done um, in college. I'm not going to lie. Um, so I didn't pay that much attention as much as I probably should have. But earthquake activity has been increasing from five to 10 earthquakes a day since June 2022 to some 10 to 20 earthquakes a day in July and August, according to the geological survey. So Mauna Loa covers half of the island of Hawaii, and it has erupted 33 times but it last erupted in 1984. So it's erupted 33 times. So it actually had a full-blown eruption. And the last time it did it was in 1984. A whole lot of building has happened since then. So I just, Lord have mercy. I hope that they get that together. Um, yeah, I hope they get that together. Um, mm. Let's pray for the people of Hawaii. Let's pray for the people of Hawaii. Um, Powerball. So the jackpot is at $825 million. I don't play the Powerball, but I think I'm going to go grab a ticket. Just a ticket. I'm just going to take one. I look, Say what you want. Judge, judge who you want to judge. Say what y'all want to say. I'm going to get me a ticket. I'm going to get me a ticket. What will y'all do if you win $825 million? What would y'all do? What would y'all do? Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, what, what would you do? I mean, so $825 million. Of course, there's a lot of taxes. So let's see. Powerball um, after taxes. Let's see what the lump sum is. So you're going to pay your taxes. But if you win the jackpot, you still walk away with $410 million. Hmm. 
I just need a one of those. I just need one million. And you know what's funny? If I won, okay, so if I win four hundred ten million dollars, yes, I'm quitting my job. Like there's, there's, there's not, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know how anyone works with that amount of money sitting in their bank. Like I'm being real. Come on, y'all, let's talk to me. I'm being real. I am quitting. Yes, we're quitting jobs. Like four hundred ten. Yes, we're quitting jobs. Four hundred ten million. But if I win a million, like if I, you know, because sometimes what you can do is you can get a few of the numbers to get. I don't really know. I'm not like a professional lottery player. But I know that if you get like one, you know, one. if I just get $1 million, I'm not quitting my job. I'm going to feel a little nicer working. Would you quit for $1 million? Like, would you quit your job for $1 million? Like, I'm just curious. Like, would you? Would you? Come on, y'all. Y'all are in the chat. Let me know. What would y'all do? You win the four or 10 million. Are we in agreement that we're quitting our jobs? Are we in agreement that we're quitting our jobs? Come on, help me out. I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. Are we in agreement that we're quitting our jobs at four and $10 million? One to $10 million. Yes, I'm quitting my job. Uh, what is always fascinating to me was when you hear about lottery winners and how lottery winners, you know, they go broke after they get their winnings. And I, I never understood that. Like, I don't even know where I could spend $410 million. Like, I don't know where I could spend that. Like, um, Ariel said, yep. She said, my sister said, yep. She quit. <laughs> I bet you are. Um, like, I just... Four hundred million dollars, four hundred ten million dollars. Um, yeah, like that's a lot. Like, I, I almost even think feel like I could like put the four. Like, if it's four hundred ten million dollars, I could literally put the four hundred and nine million somewhere <laughs> and let it just collect interest. Um, and work off of that one million for a little bit. Like, I. I just, I just, I don't know what I do. Why well, do I have, I have in my mind, I have some things that I would do. Like I, I already have said that, um, you know, Chevelle and my parents, um, I mean, all I'm, I, what I will do with them is I will tell them every last bill, put it on the table. Like what, what bills do you have? And let's put it on the table. And then we're just going to write the checks for those. Mom and dad, um, mama, mama, Faye, just know that like your bills are done. The siblings, that's another conversation. Sorry, Ariel. <laughs> ah, there's a, that's another conversation. I think with siblings, we're gonna we're gonna take care of y'all. Like we we're gonna take care of you. If, if I went to four hundred ten million dollars, then yes, we're gonna just take care of y'all. But if it's just a million or less, the take care is gonna look a little different. Like um, there's gonna be some there's gonna be some rules. Of engagement for the siblings and it's because you know Shreela has a few siblings I just have the one um so we gotta be equitable and there's just a lot so we just gotta you know we gotta have some rules for that now everybody else mm, I, mm, I know I also make some friends um we're gonna make some friends but we're gonna have to you know we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come up with our own little ground rules for how that works and there's gonna be some, you know, Ari, I'm glad you're laughing. There's gonna be some 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 rules of engagement for how that's gonna go. Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be um I'm not saying I'm not going to uh give you something. So I wanna make sure the people that are very close to me know that. Um but you know, people be acting strange. Um 
And but to be honest with you, and if, and if I am doing anything with that amount of money, I'm not loaning it. Like I'm just I'm giving it to you. I'm not even expecting it to come back. Like um, I'm not expecting it to come back. Um, at that at that thing, it's not even a loan. It's a you know. But there's gonna be some good issues. You 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 are going to. It's going towards a certain thing. This is the first phase of it. Now the second thing I'm gonna do is. I'm definitely buying the house. And I hear when people say, you know, buying a house outright. No, I'm buying a house. Like I'm buying it. Like I, I've lived enough life owing and having to do. Um, my mom said, excellent tax attorney and investment banker. Make that money work for me, family. Make my family. Yes, absolutely. Yes. We're going to definitely get the tax attorney investment banker. Um, I'm not, remember I told you guys about just stewing, I'm not going to make that decision right away. Cause I really got to vet this person because this, this person or this team is going to be in charge of a lot. And I've heard many stories of people just running away. And so I'm almost certain that the first ones that will come to the surface are going to be the sharks. Um, and so I'm definitely going to make sure we're doing some vetting and um and paying attention, but I'm also letting y'all know, definitely buying a house. I hear what people say, you know, you want to, mm -mm, nope, I don't want to owe anybody anything. Like at this point, at that amount of money, I'm not owing anybody anything. Like that's just not, <laughs> that's taking the scripture. I'm going to be a lender, not a borrower. That's exactly what that's going to be. I'm not borrowing any more money. <laughs> no, at that amount, we're not doing that. Um, And we're going to buy the house and all that stuff. I do think... Um, well, I'll get back to that. Let's do one more, um, one more break and then I'll come back. Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, any media. For any media, for anything, contact us so we can create. So getting back to this. So, yeah. So um, now what I will say at that amount, there is going to be something pleasurable. Like I am. I mean, yes, we're going to pay off bills. That's a given. Pay off all my parents debt. I think without with my siblings and I haven't fully talked this over with Shirella, but I think with our siblings on the surface, we will pay off all their debt. I think I think that's fair enough. Right. I think that's fair enough. We're going to pay off all your debt. So whatever debt you have, we're just going to pay it off. Then we'll start figuring out what that will look like later on down the road. Cause we'll have another, you know, we'll have another conversation. Cause I, you know, I, I believe that you want to be a blessing, especially to your family and stuff. So I think that that's it. So I think the, the, the first rule is just going to be everybody. What debt do you have? It's almost going to be like, it's time to just put it all on the table. What debt do you have? Let's get it paid off. That, that's what I'm going to do. But then the other thing I'm going to do, because I'm a huge fan of the TV show Below Deck. If anybody follows the show, it's about um, luxury lot yachting and that sort of thing. I will be taking some friends on Below Deck. Yes. And I think I want to do the Down Under one. I either want to do the Down Under or I want to meet, I want to meet Captain Lee. Although I, I have a suspicion that the Cap this is going to be Captain Lee's last season. So I want to, I want, I want either want to do him. I just want to meet him, or I want to do um, down under because I just love everything Australia. Definitely buying a house in Australia. That's just a given. That's that's what that's doing. And the way this country is set up, 
I, we may end up making that our residence. <laughs> <laughs> working towards residency in Australia. Um, but we're definitely having a house in Australia and we're definitely going to have a beach house somewhere. And I'm definitely going to have a boat. I'm not saying I'm having a mega yacht, but I am going to have a boat. Um, yes. Shirella said the Mediterranean one. She's talking about below deck. She said the Mediterranean one seems really nice. <laughs> she does, but I don't know about Sa Captain Sandy. Well, you know, I can't, Captain Sandy, she does keep a, she does do a, a good job with um, keeping things and she keeps out for safety. So, um, the med. Yep. So you saw, Shirella has chimed in. We're doing the med. So we're doing the med. Um, <laughs> we're going to the med. Um, and I'm doing a week long on the thing. Um, not just a little two day sleeps and wake up. Mm -mm. No, we, we, we sailing, we sailing, we, ooh. Mm -mm -mm. you know, sometimes you just got to take some time and do some dreaming, right? You got to take some time and do some dreaming. And then what you do is you start putting a plan in place so that yes, you may not win the lottery, but there's some things that you can be doing for yourself now, right? Thinking like an entrepreneur, thinking about making other streams of income, making your money work for you, putting the time in on this side of things so that you can play later on down the road. All of that are things that you can be doing, but um, it's always fun to just play and joke and, and all that stuff. So I love to, to just sit and dream and all that fun stuff. Well, on that note, everybody, look, we survived, right? It was just me today. I hope uh, I hope you all enjoyed uh, your time on Headspace with Dr. Mike. Um, Christy is um, growing spiritually. I think her bishop is in town from North. I think he's based out of South Carolina or something like that. And he's in town doing a workshop. So she's doing spiritual things. And then um, Mitchell was out hanging with the, the poly folk from Baltimore Polytechnic Institute, who unfortunately lost, not trying to rub it in, but they lost uh the poly city game here um city college won for the st 11th straight year congratulations to coach joiner one of the deacons at our church and a very dear friend of ours uh congratulations for your 11th consecutive well i don't know if you were the coach for 11 years but um you helped take them into the 11th consecutive win um but all that stuff uh Aunt Vitra says compare oh yes absolutely we'll make sure the car is paid off yes 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 ma'am Aunt Vitra. well with that end it has been awesome to hang out with you all uh, thank you so much for um, making Headspace with Dr. Mike the success that it is. I wish you all the best that God has for you. And uh, until next time, peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.